Georgia beat Tennessee 27 to 13. This game was what I like to call a body bag special. Georgia's defense body bag Tennessee's offense. I mean, these wide receivers could not create separation at all. There were rarely any passes that Hendon Hooker threw in this game where wide receivers were completely wide open. Kirby Smart's secondary was outstanding in this game. And not just the secondary, but the whole entire defense played lights out. And it's funny because in my preview for this game, the reason why I was so confident in Tennessee winning this game was because I didn't have faith in Georgia's pass rush. Their pass rush prior to this game hasn't really been all that great, albeit they had some injuries. You just lost Nolan Smith, who was leading your team in sacks. Jalen Carter was missing some games, and he came back, and he had a monstrous impact on this game. Not just him, but the whole entire pass rush for Georgia was on fire. And I didn't think that there would be anybody on this team who really would be able to fill the shoes of Nolan Smith. Well, they had everybody filling the shoes of Nolan Smith in this game. For Tennessee, they got rattled in this game. And I'm going to be honest with you. I was listening to Uncle Lou's post-game reaction to Georgia winning And he said that if you felt like the home field advantage wasn't going to be a factor in this game, you were an idiot. I was an idiot. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't ignore the impact of Georgia's home field advantage per se, but I kind of felt that Tennessee was kind of equipped to handle it. At least I thought, because they had a veteran team. You have a veteran offensive line. You got a veteran group of receivers and a veteran quarterback. I just didn't expect for Tennessee to go on the road and have several false start penalties and just completely shrink. They looked nervous. They just looked scared in this game once they got down. It's kind of like, oh, man. Georgia's actually a team that's actually competing with us. We're actually finally in a dogfight. In a game that we have to fight to win. Tennessee, all this year, has not really been in too many games where they've had to really play from behind. This was a game where Tennessee really came up small. In a big moment. And I don't really like using the whole, oh, well, they were ranked, they were filling themselves argument. But I I kind of have to use it to describe this game. You know, you, you kind of can say that Tennessee wasn't really accustomed to playing as the number one team. They weren't accustomed to playing with the pressure that comes with being the number one team in the nation. And we have to give Georgia a lot of credit because this is a super talented team. This is probably the most talented team in college football if you look at 247's team talent composite ranking. I think they're either number one or number two behind Alabama. And this isn't the first time 
Georgia has done this. They did this week one against Oregon. And we kind of just brushed it off and swept it underneath the rug because it was week one. So we just said, you know, Oregon was a little rusty. Bo Nix learned a new system. We still gave Georgia credit for the win. But we still had to see more from Georgia's defense. And we saw that in this game. Hendon Hooker got outplayed by Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett was looking like Superman out there. That touchdown round he had, he was kind of, be honest, he was kind of looking like Lamar a little bit. He was looking like Lamar. I did not know that Stetson Bennett was this fast. You know, every time I watch Stetson Bennett play, it's just something new that he just brings that just, just takes me by surprise. He has a little boosty fade now. And now all of a sudden, this dude's out here throwing dimes. This dude threw a phenomenal pass to, I can't remember who the wide receiver was, but it was man coverage. Tennessee defender got burnt. Beautiful pass. Perfect pass right in the bread basket. Stetson Bennett came into play in this game. And Hendon Hooker, this was the worst game of the season for him. And I love Hendon. And I'm still on the Hendon for Heisman train. But this game, he needed to show up. And he didn't. And it's a large reason why Tennessee lost. Now, his wide receivers didn't do him any favors. Jalen Hyatt got clamped up. I mean, Tillman had... I kind of felt like he should have fought for the ball more with Keely Ringo. Or at least attempt the offensive pass interference. At least push him down. Just don't let him grab an easy interception. It's kind of like Keely Ringo was the wide receiver. And Charles Tillman or Cedric Tillman was the defensive back. So Tennessee just didn't look like the team that we've seen all this year. Because they dominated LSU on the road and LSU just beat Alabama at home so they dominated LSU on the road they dominated Kentucky it's not like Tennessee didn't play any good teams you know this team is proven they were battle tested this is still one of the best teams in college football however they just ran into some dogs this afternoon they ran into a Georgia team that was accustomed to being in these situations. Tennessee wasn't accustomed to being in this spot. And you could tell. You could tell like this team was shook. And I don't really like using these metaphors and analogies to describe teams. But really Tennessee got starstruck in this game. Georgia came, smacked them in the mouth early, and they shrunk. Georgia came, grabbed them, bent them over, gave them a whooping, and told them to go stand in the corner and watch the big boys play from the sidelines. That's what it was. I really was not expecting this from Tennessee. And I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say that my expectations for Tennessee in this game affect how I feel or how I thought this game should have went. It's just that I was talking to a good amount of people 
I had some good conversations with some friends that played Division One football and Power Five conferences, and I asked them about this Tennessee offense and how they felt about Georgia's defense in this game. And they said, you know, if Georgia can play good man coverage against Tennessee, they can win. But if Georgia has to play, but if Georgia came out and they were playing cover four a cover three or just tons of zone coverage and playing off, just allowing Tennessee to get everything underneath or anything that they want downfield, attacking the holes in those zone coverages in the seams, they were going to be in trouble. Well, Georgia's defense was stout. And you know, I I still haven't talked to any of my friends since then. I still got to get their new thoughts on what happened. But Georgia's defense was outstanding at playing some good man coverage. I mean, their man coverage on these Tennessee wide receivers was like white on rice, as my grandma would say. I mean, Tennessee's receivers could not get off the line. They weren't giving Hendon Hooker a lot of good routes, really. They weren't really creating a lot of separation, so he didn't really have too many good balls that he could throw where really the wide receiver were in position to have catchable passes because it seemed like every pass was getting swatted down by a Georgia defender. It's just that you look at Josh Heupel. Where were the, the where were the adjustments? He shrunk in this game. You know, he was on the sideline with his little play calling sheet and whatnot. And I'm just looking at him like, okay, you got you got this big ass play call sheet. Make some adjustments. It's, it's like every drive Tennessee came out and they did the same they did the same stuff over and over again and it didn't work. And I understand you just can't change your scheme in the middle of the game and you gotta stick with what has gotten you here to this point. But golly, man. You're telling me there is nothing more that you could have done as the head coach and on the coaching staff to have given your offense a higher chance of success. I mean, goodness, bro. The Georgia pass rush was on fire, especially on third down. And that's where this game really, I think, was won by Georgia. Because Tennessee's third down offense has been good all year. And I was wondering how Tennessee's offense was going to fare against a Georgia defense that we kind of had questions about their secondary and their pass rush. Well, their pass rush was evident, okay? And it had a big factor on this game. Not only that, but Tennessee's defense was awful. And I wasn't expecting a all-world performance from their defense. I don't really think anybody was, but their defense is good at forcing takeaways, and they did force a turnover. However, early in this game, they forced a turnover, and they only get three points off it. Even though they were first in turnovers in this game, it didn't really matter because the offense didn't do anything with them the majority of the times. Georgia's offense was going up and down the field on Tennessee's offense 
at will after the first quarter of this game. I mean, they had a touchdown for 37 yards, easy dot, right from Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett was looking like the mailman. McConkey has been a really underrated part of this Georgia offense all season, okay? You also look at the fact that Georgia, even though the stat box may not indicate it or the stat sheet may not indicate it, they had 130 yards on the ground, but it kind of felt like they had more yards than that. Every time they needed to run the football, they had success. Anytime Tennessee needed to run the football, they couldn't do it. I mean, Tennessee couldn't even pick up a third and one running the football. Tennessee has been so good offensively that in this game, it just was surprising to see them struggle. You knew Georgia's defense was going to get stops in this game. However, I don't really think too many of us expected this defense to pitch a shutout. I mean, Jesus, man, this offense just looked discombobulated. They looked out of sorts. Like Georgia just came, knocked them around, and just knocked all the screws loose. And I kind of wonder, how is Tennessee going to respond after this loss? Because this isn't a normal loss. This is a physical and mentally draining defeat that Tennessee just suffered. Georgia sent Tennessee to the gulag. To the point of no return in this game. There was never a point in this game where it felt like Tennessee had a chance. In every game we watched, Tennessee has always been the most dominant team. So for them to just get bullied by Georgia was really surprising. And even though Georgia was the more talented team, according to the 2417 composite rankings, you know, this is the same Tennessee team that has blown out LSU on the road, blew out Kentucky. I mean, they were proven. They had some really good wins. But like Uncle Lou said, You can't determine games by strength of schedule. I think that that was a pretty good point. You know, I think that a lot of us looked at the fact that Tennessee had so many impressive wins and Georgia struggled against Missouri, Kent State, but we didn't account for what if Georgia came out and played their best football? And what if Tennessee came out slow? What if Tennessee came out cold? And Tennessee was ice cold. Ice cold. Winter time is just around the corner. It looks like Jack Frost may have already arrived early. The body bag special was delivered by Georgia. Georgia, once again, proves to everybody that they are the best team in college football still. It looks as if they're going to be punching their ticket once again to the SEC championship. They continue their dominance over Tennessee. And if you're a Vols fan, you definitely are incredibly disappointed. You probably may not have expected to win this game, 
but you definitely thought this game would have been a lot closer than what it was. Let me know what you guys think about this game down in the comment section down below. And make sure that you guys check out the JT Sports Podcast available on all podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts from, you can get the JT Sports Podcast.